13 WordPress-based automation tools for podcasting. Welcome to The Audacity to Podcast, episode 298. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning in-depth podcast about podcasting. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. I've been doing this mini-series on automation tools for podcasting, and in this episode, I'm talking about WordPress-based automation tools for podcasting. I think WordPress is a powerful platform, and I think the most powerful platform for running your podcast website. It can also be the base for powerful automation for your podcasting workflow. Most of what you do in WordPress is built around creating, publishing, and publicizing content. So most of these automation tools are also built around those core ideas and will help you along those processes for those different steps. I want to go back to the premise of automation. I'm talking about this in each episode to make sure we're on the same page here. Many tools can do things automatically. That is a single action done automatically when it's triggered by some other action. But all of the things I'm talking about in this automation series are focused on automation. That is automatically doing many things for you, not only a single task. So they're doing an entire process Sometimes without your even having to trigger the process, they take over automatically when you do something else. It's not like you have to press a button every time in order to do something. It sometimes does it for you. Now, each automation may have a learning curve to it, but the ultimate result will make up for it in the amount of time you save, the amount of brain cells you save, and perhaps the new things that you can do because you don't have to worry about doing them yourself the automation can take over for you. So I've got 13 WordPress-based automation tools for podcasting. And if you want to follow along in the show notes or get the links to all of these different tools that I mentioned, some of them are free, some are paid, some are affiliate links, some aren't. All of this and more are in the show notes for this episode number 298 at com slash WordPress automation. Starting up, Jetpack Publicize or Social Auto Poster. Both of these can do some of the same things. When publishing your podcast post, it's not the end of your podcasting workflow. It's also critical for you to share that post onto your own social network accounts or perhaps even other social areas on the internet. So Jetpack has this module built in called Publicize, and Jetpack is from the same people who create WordPress. So I think it is a trustworthy plugin. It can seem bloated, but you can deactivate or activate only the modules that you need. And one of those you might want is the Publicize module. Or you can get a lot more control with the other plugin, Social Auto Poster, which does cost, but it gives you a lot more power and control. Both plugins can do the same core thing, and that is that they allow you to link to separate social accounts such as Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, and more, even Buffer, and I'll talk more about Buffer integrations in a little bit. And then your post will be shared out immediately when you publish a post on your website. So what is a post? It could be a blog post. It could be a podcast episode. So as soon as you click publish, it automatically goes out to multiple social networks and publishes for you automatically. 
Social Auto Poster even lets you customize how your messages appear before they're sent. So maybe you don't want simply the title of your episode or even the episode number to appear in your post. Maybe you want only the title without the episode number, anything like that. You want to customize it in other ways. You can do that with Social Auto Poster. You can also schedule when those messages go out. So maybe you don't want them to go out as soon as you click publish. You want them to go out at 1 p.m. tomorrow. Instead, you can do that with Social Auto Poster. It's a bit more powerful, but if you want a basic free kind of feature like this, then look at Jetpack Publicize. I have the links to both of these in the show notes for this episode. Next, Revive Old Post, and there's a pro version to that, or Tweet Wheel. There's also a pro version available for that. Like Social Jukebox and Edgar, which I talked about in the previous episode, which was internet-based automation tools for podcasting, Revive Old Post and Tweet Wheel will automatically reshare your content from your archive. But this is powered from your own WordPress website. You're not signing up for another service somewhere else. You're running it through your website. And either of these tools can run on your archive of past episodes and blog posts you've already published on your website, as well as automatically run on new content you create on your site. The pro versions of these plugins, that would be Revive Old Post Pro, and TweetWheel Pro unlock extra features like custom share messages, sharing with images, supporting more accounts, and much more. I definitely recommend if you're going to use one of these tools, upgrade and use the paid version because there are many more features in the paid versions that can help you do these things a lot more powerfully and simplify that automation process for you. Next, browser shots. In my research for this episode, this is my favorite discovery. If you create content that discusses, reviews, or includes content from other sites, a really nice touch you can put in your show notes or in your blog posts is to include an image to represent that other site. Sometimes that image might be a logo, it might be a banner ad, it might be a screenshot of the website. A screenshot can be sort of the easiest thing to put in because then you don't have to hunt around for the right logo and size it and space it properly and such. And it can look nice on your site, whether you're trying to feature an entire website or a specific page on a website. But doing those screenshots can be quite cumbersome because you have to mess with browser plugins, an app on your computer, or some kind of other tool to capture convert, maybe crop, upload, and include that screenshot of that website in your show notes or blog post. But that's what Browser Shots plugin is for. Browser Shots will do all of that for you, and all you have to do is enter a simple shortcode in your page or post. This is amazing. This may not apply to you, but for me, I'm thinking, oh boy, this can make my post look so much better. Because instead of hunting for an image or going through that annoying process of trying to get a screenshot, which is why I don't do that very often, Browser Shots will take the screenshot for me, embed it in my notes for me. All I have to do is use this simple shortcode, say the dimensions I want of the screenshot and the URL, and it will put it in the show notes for me. That's amazing. I mean, that is like magic. It's auto magic. Browser Shots, free plugin, by the way. I'm really impressed with what it looks like this can do. I haven't used it yet. 
I only discovered it when doing the research for this episode, but I am impressed with what I see and I am eager to give this a try on different uses and upcoming episodes, maybe even go back to previous episodes I've done to see how well this can make those previous episodes a bit more interesting on the pages. That's Browser Shots. The link to that and these other plugins are available in the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash WordPress automation. Next, WordPress to Buffer, and there's a pro version called WordPress to Buffer Pro. I talked about Buffer in my previous episode about internet-based automation tools for podcasting. In case you missed that, in case you need a reminder or simply to tell you here, Buffer allows for easily spreading multiple posts across the schedule as well as cross-posting to other networks. So if you have 10 things you want to say on Twitter, but you don't want to flood your Twitter stream with all 10 of those things or 10 things you want to share, Buffer can then spread those out to share on predefined time slots. And you don't have to think about it to think, I want this one at 10.15, this one at 11.15, this one at 12.15. You just set up your time slots to say every hour on the 15 minute mark. And then from that point on, whenever you upload something, or publish through Buffer, it will go into the next available time slot and then the next after that. So if you take that selection of 10 tweets you want to share, post that to Buffer, then the next one will publish at 10.15, then 11.15, then 12.15, then 1.15, then 2.15, and so on like that, or however you have your time slots set up. So the benefit for this WordPress to Buffer plugin or the pro version is it's kind of similar to Jetpack Publicize and Social Auto Poster, where it can publish immediately through Buffer. But what it can also do is it can load up your Buffer from when you click Publish. And the Pro version lets you load up several messages and publish to specific accounts as well. So that maybe I publish my episode at 1 a.m. in the morning, but I don't want to tweet at 1 a.m. I want to tweet whenever my next Buffer is. But I have some other content that I'm planning to send out automatically with Buffer, so I don't want it to post at the same time. Buffer will take care of that for me. I'm just loading up Buffer with messages that are based on content on my site. That's the WordPress to Buffer plugin with also a pro version that offers a lot more features. Next, Simple Podcast Press. This is by my friend Hanny Mora. He also does Repurpose.io, which I talked about in the last episode. Simple Podcast Press is a plugin I often talk about as a better podcast player for your WordPress website. I'm currently using it on my podcast sites too because it looks a lot better. It has a lot more great features to it. But that's not all that Simple Podcast Press does. It also has some great automation built in. In fact, I think this is the reason Hanny originally created the plugin is for the automation not simply for the player. Now it can be used as a great player replacement for PowerPress as well. So here's what it can do. If your podcast feed is generated by anything other than your own WordPress website, Simple Podcast Press can automatically import all your episodes to your own site and include your episodes player. This works on all past episodes and automatically for all future episodes. So maybe you're using some new tool that allows you to record and publish a podcast episode with a valid podcast RSS feed all from your mobile device, your smartphone, like an iPhone or an Android phone or an iPad or anything like that. 
So you're creating a valid RSS feed. It's going out to iTunes. You give Simple Podcast Press your iTunes address. You search for your iTunes podcast or you give it your RSS feed. Now, you don't have to worry about publishing from your phone to WordPress because Simple Podcast Press will take care of that for you. And it sees when a new episode publishes in your feed. It copies that episode and the data that goes along with it, like some basic show notes and stuff, and it makes a new post on your site for that. So this works with feeds from other WordPress sites, from Libsyn, from some other app, from other platforms, from your iTunes listing, regardless of where the RSS feed is generated. This great automation can allow you to feed your WordPress website. And that's with the Simple Podcast Press plugin. Now, if you buy the plugin, make sure you use the promo code NOODLE because that will save you 25% on the plugin. You often don't see it even go on sale for that low of a price. But that promo code NOODLE will save you that 25%. Next is another plugin by Hanny Mora. This is Simple Social Press. Very similar to Simple Podcast Press, which takes podcast episodes and automatically publishes them to your WordPress website. Simple Social Press will automatically publish your Facebook Live events to your WordPress website. So if you enjoy creating content through Facebook Live instead of through traditional podcast means, this can be a great way to automatically cross-post that to your own website. It doesn't turn it into a valid podcast feed. I believe Repurpose will be the tool to do that later on in the future, and I talked about that more in the previous episode. But Simple Social Press can make it much easier for you to bring that dynamic interaction that you have in a live event and publish it to your own website. I believe the same promo code Noodle will also give you a discount on Simple Social Press if you use the link through the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash WordPress automation. Next, the plugin is Add Shortcodes, Actions, and Filters. I've previously recommended the plugin Shortcode Exec PHP, and then for a very short time when I discovered it and then later realized that it was also dead, Shortcodes Pro. Both of these plugins are now dead, but this plugin, Add Shortcodes, Actions, and Filters, is not dead, and in fact, it lets you do a bit more. So what is it that it does? This can be a way for you to add certain PHP things to your site that you need to instead of editing your functions.php for your theme or creating a plugin or certain little advanced things like that that can cause all kinds of headaches. But that's not the automation side of it. The automation side of this is helping you to create your own short codes that you can use throughout your site. That doesn't necessarily seem all that automated. It is automating a step for you, but it's not a whole process until you realize you need to go back and change something in your past episodes. So for example, I recommend make a show notes close shortcode. So wherever you put that special shortcode surrounded by square brackets, it will put in whatever text you've already entered. So that could be headlines, that could be links, that could be images, buttons, scripts, pop-ups, anything that you can put in a WordPress post you could put in through a shortcode. So all you have to do is put that shortcode in your post. Everything else is then included when you click publish. If you decide later on you want to change how your show notes end, instead of linking to Facebook, you want to then link to your YouTube channel you don't have to go back and edit hundreds of episodes. You go into the plugin, add shortcodes, actions, and filters, change it there, 
and then it automatically changes for everywhere you've used that plugin. Make sure you do clear your cache when you do something like that, your website cache, that is. So this saves a lot of time and ensures consistency. It's not really a traditional automation workflow, but what it is doing is it's saving you from going into a hundred posts, finding something a hundred times, and changing it a hundred times, clicking save and publish or update a hundred times, it does that for you with one simple short step, saves you all of those other steps. This really becomes an investment in that future automation. Even if you don't think you'll change something now, if you always close your posts or you have a section of your post that's always the same, at least right now it's always the same, I recommend you create a short code for that so that in the future, when you decide to change it, and I do believe you will someday decide to change what you put in there, you can have it changed automatically for everything in the past. Now, if you're thinking, well, wait a minute, what if I don't want my old things to change, but I want from this point forward to change? You can create a new short code. Like maybe you do show notes close 2015 and then show notes close 2016, show notes close 2017. So that if your hosts change and you no longer want to reference a co-host who's no longer on your show, but you want that reference to remain in your old posts, then you can leave the short code in those old posts and create a new short code for your new posts. And then if you change things, you're changing a, a particular season at a time, basically. Next, Backup Buddy, Updraft Plus, or BackWP Up. And Updraft Plus and BackWP Up also have pro and premium versions. Backing up your WordPress website is extremely important. Your web hosting provider may offer daily backups, and the reliability of that is usually pretty good. Now, the usability may not be, and it may not be to the schedule you want, and it may not go as far back as you want. Maybe they only do one day at a time, and you need a backup from a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago. So that's why I recommend that you keep your own backups. When you do that with any of these plugins, Backup Buddy, Updraft Plus, BackWP Up, or the premium versions of these, these can be useful for rolling back updates. Maybe you updated a plugin and it broke things, you need to go back. It could be to reverting before you made some kind of change to your site or theme and you broke something or your database. It could be protecting your content in case your site is ever infected and you have to completely delete your site. Well, you don't have to start over from scratch. You can go to an older backup that wasn't infected, restore from that, and then make your changes to bring it more current. Each of these backup plugins have manually triggered options. Backup Buddy is only available as a premium plugin that you pay for. Updraft Plus and BackWP Up have free and premium versions. Now, in both of these, you can trigger backups manually for free, and you may be able to send them to a remote destination for free. But if you want automated backups or multi-site backup or other special abilities, then I do recommend you upgrade to the premium versions of these plugins. Of all of these popular backup plugins, and I know there are other popular backup options, I use and recommend Backup Buddy because it's easy, it's automatic, it's well-supported, and it can send my backups off-site to a variety of destinations like Amazon S3, Dropbox. It can email them to me. It can upload it via FTP or other things like that. There's even a synchronization service they offer for free or premium that can keep the backups synchronized 
almost up to the minute with changes on my site. And why is this part of automation? Well, it's because if you pay for these backup plugins, they run the backups for you. You just need to set up the schedule and make sure it is running, and they do the rest. I helped someone recently with a site, and something broke on their site. I looked, and it was a good thing. They had Updraft Plus on their site, but it was the free version. So they had only triggered manual backups with it. And the last time they had a manual backup was from a year ago. I couldn't work with that. I knew they would lose a lot of stuff if I tried to use that version. If they were using the premium version of that or any of these other plugins, then they could have had automated backups that would have been certainly up to the day, maybe even up to the minute. And those automated backups then running on the site, uploading to other places. So even if the site completely crashes, the server is deleted somehow, there is an explosion at the web hosting company, I have a backup somewhere else. That also means I can own my backups. And if I have to move or if there's some horrible situation where the web hosting company is kicking me out and won't let me have access to my content in order to migrate it, I can take my backup that was hosted somewhere else and use that to move to a new hosting company. Those plugins are Backup Buddy, Updraft Plus, and BackWP Up, or the premium versions of each of these. And they are available in the show notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash WordPress automation. The next and final plugin is one of my all-time favorite plugins for WordPress, Pretty Link Pro. Pretty Link Pro recently released its long-awaited new version. Now, Pretty Link Pro incorporates actually many of my suggestions and includes some other great automation features that weren't available in previous versions of Pretty Link Pro and certainly weren't available in the free version, Pretty Link Lite. You're probably already familiar with some simple automated tasks that Pretty Link Pro can do. To remind you, these are the top two automated tasks that Pretty Link Pro can do and the reasons I would highly recommend it. And if Pretty Link Pro still offered only these two features, I would still recommend it. And I have been recommending it because of these two features. One is automatically hyperlink keywords with your Pretty Links in pages, posts, comments, and feeds. For example, anytime I write Pretty Link Pro on my website at theaudacitypodcast.com, it's automatically hyperlinked with my affiliate link for Pretty Link Pro. I don't have to think about that. I don't have to hyperlink it myself. That is a single automated task, though. The other cool task that Pretty Link Pro can do is drastically simplify the process of making a Pretty Link for your pages and posts. There's a nice little widget in the page or post editor where I enter, what do I want the Pretty Link to be for this specific page or post? I don't have to then click publish, go find the URL, go back to Pretty Link, create the Pretty Link for that particular post, it can do that for me automatically. But I would say these are simple automated tasks, not really automation. Pretty Link Pro version 2, however, released in January 2017, added a few great new tools for automation. And some of these are from my own recommendations. So I'm really happy that the developers are responsive. They saw the vision for some of these tools too. They implemented them and I'm a huge fan of these new tools. These three things that I think are a method of automation built into Pretty Link Pro 2.0 and later are geolocation-based redirects, technology-based redirects, and time-based redirects. Each of these change where your Pretty Link goes 
based on certain conditions. So a geolocation-based redirect allows you to make a single redirect that points people to different places based on where they are. So for example, maybe you want to have a slash Amazon link for your podcast so people can easily purchase stuff through your Amazon affiliate link and you earn a commission for that. But you want people who are in United Kingdom to use amazon.co.uk. You want people in the United States to use amazon.com. You want people in Canada to use amazon.ca. Instead of making multiple redirects for each country and telling people visit slash amazon.ca if you're in Canada or slash amazon.uk if you're in the United Kingdom, you simply tell them visit slash amazon. And Pretty Link Pro will take care of redirecting them to the right place. You do need to set that up, but it's a really nice style of automation so that you don't have to create a bunch of other links and maintain a bunch of other links and give complicated instructions, confusing your users, overwhelming them with multiple links or multiple URLs. You make one and it goes to the right place based on where they are. The next cool redirect is technology-based redirect. This is the thing I was a big proponent for bringing into Pretty Link Pro, and I'm thrilled that they brought it in. And this is huge for podcasting use. A single link can redirect to different destinations based on the browser, the device, or the operating system of the user. Why is that important? Well, that means you could make something like myawesomepodcast.com slash subscribe take an iOS user to the Apple Podcasts app. It could take a computer user to iTunes. It could take a Windows user to uh, whatever the best option is for Windows, maybe not iTunes, maybe to something else. It could take an Android user to subscribe on android.com or to Google Play Music. Or it could take someone who's using Firefox to one place, someone using Chrome to a different place. Are you starting to see some of the cool stuff you can do with this, especially for podcasting? So no more would you have to say, if you're on Android, go here. If you're on an Apple device, go here. If you're on a desktop computer, go there. You just give one link and it goes out to the different places. Again, automating your process of creating all of these separate links, managing all of them, explaining all of them, and your audience trying to remember and do all of these separate things. The third thing, and this is definitely automation, time-based redirects. This is where a single link can be scheduled to point to different places or expire based on the current date and time. I use this a little bit during my 12 days of Pod Christmas giveaway. They implemented this feature partway through that giveaway because I was thinking about it and I was having a dialogue with the developers and I suggested this to them and explained when it would be useful and why I'd love to use it right then. But what I was able to do is make a single link, the Pod Christmas link, point to different giveaways for each day based on what day it was. So I didn't have to stay up until midnight and change the redirect every time. I could let the redirect change itself to point to the next day's giveaway. Redirects could also expire on a particular date. Maybe it's a special offer you have or something like that, or they could expire after a certain number of clicks. So you could say the first 10 people to click this link get this special promo. So after 10 clicks, that link is no longer available or that link redirects to somewhere else. This can be used for all kinds of great things that then simplify the process for you If you want to do any kind of schedule-based redirect, 
you don't have to be there to change things over. This can change it all for you. You set up that schedule ahead of time and it handles the automation from that point forward. That's Pretty Link Pro available in version 2.0. And if you purchase Pretty Link Pro before version 2.0, you get the upgrade for free. If you haven't purchased Pretty Link Pro yet, definitely go purchase it. It's now a subscription, but I do think it is worth it because it can do some amazing things, save you a lot of time, and now even has some automation built into it. So these 13 WordPress-based automation tools for podcasting are available in the show notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash WordPress automation. And they are Jetpack Publicize or Social Auto Poster, Revive Old Post or Tweet Wheel, Browser Shots, WordPress to Buffer, Simple Podcast Press, Simple Social Press, Add Shortcodes, Actions, and Filters, Backup Buddy, Updraft Plus, or Back WP Up, and Pretty Link Pro. And there are free versions and premium versions of many of these different options I mentioned. Get all the links to those and more in the show notes for this episode, number 298 at theaudacitypodcast.com slash WordPress automation. Special thanks to Ricky, host of the Daily Devotional Podcast over at dailydevotionalpodcast.com, who wrote a kind review for the Audacity to Podcast in iTunes, the USA store. He said, inspiring and practical. Love the podcast. I've been thinking about starting a podcast with daily devotionals for years, and your show finally led me to pull the trigger. I'm about 60 episodes in. Now, as of this time, he has more than 140 episodes published. And his review continues here. And just enjoying every second. It's called Daily Devotional and seems to be going well. Thanks so much. Thank you, Ricky, for that kind review. And I'm really glad to have been that trigger for you to finally start your podcast and going well 140 episodes later and probably counting. So here's a little sample of Ricky's podcast, one of his recent episodes. There is a faith that is alive, and there is a faith that is dead. James says in verse 14 that a faith without works is dead, and it can't save you. Notice he never says that faith is dead without works. He says faith without works is dead. See, works are not what produce faith, but true faith will always produce works in our life. It's a very relaxing sounding podcast. Many people think of devotionals as a thing to start the day, but the way he approaches this daily devotional is so relaxing that I think it could make for a great evening podcast to listen to. That's at dailydevotional.com. And I like his little description in iTunes. It says short and simple Bible-based daily devotional with a Southern accent at no extra charge. Thanks for that extra little humor there, Ricky. And thank you for the kind review in iTunes. I really appreciate it. It helps other people decide to listen to this podcast. And it gives me an opportunity to give you a shout out in the podcast, as long as you include the name of your podcast in your review. So thank you very much for that. I use mypodcastreviews.com to get all of my podcast reviews delivered to me automatically, as well as get some cool automations integrated with other things. That's at mypodcastreviews.com. I am only two weeks away 
from publishing my 300th episode of the Audacity to Podcast, and I would love for you to be part of that. You have only a few more days at the time of this recording to get your feedback in on my first episode of the Audacity to Podcast. So to help me celebrate and to learn and to help teach others, go back and listen to the first episode of the Audacity to Podcast. I have the link in the show notes for this episode if you want it, or go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash one, the number one, and listen to that first episode. And from your skill, experience, critique that podcaster. It's okay if you want to be critical of that podcaster. I'm not that podcaster anymore. You're not the same podcaster you were a couple weeks ago or maybe a few years ago. This will be a fun way to learn how we improve our podcast from our first episode and how we can start our podcast from the beginning even better. So listen to that for my upcoming 300th episode and send me your feedback. All of the contact information is on the website and in the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash WordPress automation. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from theaudacitypodcast.com. Thanks for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.